Welcome to Footy on the Med, a roving podcast exploring football clubs and culture here on the Mediterranean. My name's Alex Wade and I live in Monton, France, just like my co-host. And here he is. Hello and welcome. I'm John O'Hare, like Alex, a Monton resident. Together we watch football here on the Med, bringing you the action from famous clubs like Marseille, Barcelona, Ajax, Athens and Sampdoria. Names to conjure with. And there are others too, like Hamadona, Piers the goalkeeper, and neither last nor least, Steve the Atletico Medico. That's right. Putty on the Med airs every fortnight on a Wednesday, come rain or shine. And don't forget our regular sidekick, Young Trafford. Allez. Andiamo. Well, that, Young Trafford, is the sound of some uh, polite applause at the beginning of this um, interesting fixture for us mm. and a, a completely radical new departure for Footy on the Med. It is. It's a very polite, very sophisticated introduction to a game here on the Med. And could there be a clue for our listeners in the fact that lots of the one team are wearing pink? Could indeed. We're breaking new ground here on Footy on the Med, aren't we, Alex? Where well, are we today? Not to be too uh, gender stereotypical, but pink, you know, my daughter Maud loves the colour pink. Yeah. Um, I remembered as a Formula One team a few years ago wearing in pink. My daughter loved that too. Yeah. And it looks to me as if uh, Racing Club de Lourdes, um are the pink lad team, mm-hmm. uh, and they're facing Nice, but Nice ladies. They are indeed. Today. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, this is a, a D2 Femina. Fixture, second tier of French women's professional football. Here we are in Nice. Um, for yeah, we're about to put you on the first women's football game. Yeah. Should we break out the score? We should break out the score. So, um, the stadium, Paul, uh, can you tell us what it is? Stade de la Plana de Var. Okay. So, it's uh, the same infrastructure as the Nice training grounds, just next to it. Just off the A8 motorway, not far from the airport. And we can almost see the stadium for the men's team as well, just round the corner. We can, and we actually got here early. We were aware of the curse that afflicts the children men whenever we go to the Alliance Riviera. Damn valley. So we got here early, we parked up, found a space eventually. Um, and um, yeah, we got here about seven minutes before kickoff. Yeah. Grabbed here a drink, are. found a spot. Yeah. But uh, capacity, what are we saying today? I'd say. Um, there must be present a good couple of hundred. I'd say easy 200, yeah. yeah. And I've got home and away fans. Yeah. And I'd say this this uh, stadium, ground arena, would normally uh, hold, what, a max of, what, 500? Yeah, 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 500. Yeah. It's got a proper stand on the one side, so... Yeah. It's uh, a nice new modern uh, astro pitch down there. Um, it's a balmy, beautiful afternoon here on the Med. Very sunny and warm. Um, yeah, so we've done the stadium, we've done the capacity. Opposition. Uh, and the opposition. Well, actually, may I, did I call it wrong then? Um, nice are wearing white today. Nice are wearing white. They had a uh, some shirt on, free, free game shirt on. Yeah. Okay, so it's Nice ladies, um, first team, currently um, fifth, I think, in the D2 Feminine. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, against Racing Club de Lens, the pink clad opposition from the north of France. Mm-hmm. Who are in sixth position? Uh, now the uh, the result. What do we think it's going to be? Oh,
There we go, a minute's silence. Um, Must be for a Bobby Charlton, I'd imagine. I'd imagine you're probably right, yeah. Unless there's some other current affairs in France we don't know about. Yeah, now of course for Bobby, um, died very sadly last night uh, as a United fan. Yes. He must be in mourning today. We are, well, I'm wearing black today, as you can see. There's a, so, uh, no, amazing player. Complete and utter custodian for the club. Gone for the Munich Air disaster. Represented everything that the club is. Well, maybe not today, but I'm not going to get involved with that because you'll have me here for half an hour complaining about glazers and... I can say that I met him once, actually. Um, he was he was a friend of a good friend of mine. Yeah. And my friend got married, so Bobby was at the wedding. Yeah. He was a lovely bloke, really I... nice, really generous with his time, with yeah. his time yeah. talking to idiots like me who, of course, <laughs> wanted to go up and say, hello, Bobby. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah, yeah. well, I couldn't actually say that, but no. I think I said to him, what did you think of Stone Bowles? <laughs> Couldn't even tie my shoelaces. <laughs> no, he said Stan was a wonderful player. Yeah. I did oh. actually ask him that. Oh, question. great. Yeah. Uh, so, so results we were about to say before the moment's silence. Um, I'm going to pluck for the home team today, I think. 2-1. That's a reasonable shout, yeah. Uh, kicked off now, and the home side playing it around at the back at the moment. Uh, and exciting players to watch. <laughs> Do we have we identified one? I have, uh, no, I've, I've struggled to find any information out on the uh, two teams today so far. No, it's not. Uh, and I can't see a number 10 for you, Alex. I can see a number 7. Nice touch there by the Lons uh, left fullback. She's hit a nice ball down the channel for the uh, Lons either striker or left winger. That's a good ball, too. Beautiful ball, attack ball here. Is. Football, this. Into the centre. And a goal. Oh, she hits the post. Good counter attack by Lons there, and it's. Uh, Blasted with the left foot against the post. You can see why these two are up at the top half of the table already. I have to say, Paul, that I would say they're all exciting players to watch because Footy on the Med has not actually seen a women's game yeah. yet. So I'm generally excited today. We are for all women. Young Trafford. I did manage to find out a little bit of uh, information about the Nice um, ladies team. Um, the uh, Nice created a women's section of the club in September 2005. Mm -hmm. Now has five competitive teams and five recreational teams, a total of 150 women players. Oh wow! Uh, their website goes on to say that the aim is to bring young Nice players into the first team. That must, I guess, still mean the women's first team. Yes. Um, uh, current coach is uh, Mathieu Esposito. Sounds like he's a blend of French and Spanish, possibly. Yeah, Mexican, um, maybe. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, but. Um, well, he's down there because it says he's also first team coach. Yes. There true. he is down there. Lawrence again looking useful on the uh, sort of counter. Mostly yeah. Nice in possession at the moment. Some great technique and great ball play, though. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no real press from the Lawrence team at all. They're very content to let Nice play it out in the back from the back with loads of space and time. Tim, so young Trafford, a... have you uh, you been playing any football yourself lately? I've played three weeks in a trot now. It's most I've played for a long time. Been very busy with work and stuff. Very good. How uh, are you finding our uh, comrades in foot five? Doing well, doing well. I mean, there's talk about of a carrot coming back soon, but. The, the yeah. legendary carrot. Yeah. yeah. The legendary carrot has been waylaid in England a bit. Yes. But yes, the carrot is... Uh, <laughs> carrot's coming back on Tuesday night. 
Well, uh, the last time I played, Marco, Italian Marco, called yeah. me man of the match. He said there's loads of interceptions, loads of important plays. Yeah, that is high praise, because uh, yeah, I think it's going to go for a corner to Moors. So uh, now I'm the inform member of Footy and a Med. Good, Because John good. hasn't played for months. <laughs> no, John has just been... Actually, of course, we should say to our listeners, John uh, can't make this game. He's uh, away on holiday in Italy, we think. Yes. So hello, somewhere, John. Somewhere in Italy. Hello, John, from us. Here we are. I'm sure he's having a lovely lunch right now. Yeah. In some nice restaurant, sitting in the I, sun. I did, uh, did venture over to Geneva this week, and I stopped for lunch bang on midday. And I was finishing my food as all the regulars come in, and I'm, of course, they have the more laid-back Mediterranean vibe of stopping for lunch. And you stop about one and take an hour. I was in an hour after half an hour. Quick sandwich, a quick pizza, and a quick coffee, and I was out there. I mean, I can't help but feel they've got it right, though, don't you think? Oh yeah, 100%. Like, I used to sit in a van all the time with a sandwich, driving down the M25, and it's no life. Well, I've been, uh, I've been, as you know, in England for work recently, and um, yeah, I mean, I like have 10 minutes for lunch, and then I get back straight to it. And yeah, like, and it's, um, it's a need rather than a, you know, event. But it's probably very silly me to live my life like that. And I also, someone told me, you'll know this, um, because uh, your, your better half is, is French. Yes. But it's illegal for a French employer to call you in the evening. Uh, I don't know how... There's rules in place that you are to be left alone, you're not supposed to answer emails and call. I don't know if that's French or European now, but definitely in France yeah. it's very much frowned upon to contact people out of work. It's classless harassment, yeah. which is great. I need to remember that, now that I sort of own and run a law firm. Yeah, but Don't you know. harass people who work for me. In the UK. <laughs> Still medieval times out there. Yeah. I did see something weirdly in the week, um, the uh, Millennium Bridge in the centre of London. Yeah. There was some old bylaw, ancient law that got uh, broke, that they had to leave a bale of hay below the bridge because they were working at a certain height, so the boats won't be able to see them. There's this picture doing the rounds on Facebook, this bale of the hay hanging off this Millennium Bridge. I shall look out for it this time I'm in the city. Let's tell know. you what, really nice football by Nice just now. It is. Really crisp, one-touch passing, mm. good stuff. I mean, the standards of a ladies' game in the last 20, 30 years has just gone up massively. Absolutely. You know, women walking around in large men's shirts and stuff like that, it's long gone now. And a couple of things for our listeners we should say about coming to this uh, stadium, which again, remind me, was the... Um... Uh, Stade de la Plaine de Var. Okay. The fresh air stadium of the... Bar. Yeah, open air stadium. Think, yeah, the open yeah. air stadium, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Can you tell me? Uh, so while we're here at the stadium in Nice. Um, yeah, a couple of Nice-related things. So. Um, oh, yes. Looking, if you fancy a game in the D2 Feminine, the second tier of French women's professional football, is okay, we would say, wouldn't we? It's first come, first serve. Yeah. Um, Get here uh, half an hour early. But one crucial thing is the drink that you're drinking. Yeah. It's uh, drinking alcoholic beer. Alcoholic beer. €2.50. Now, at every single French uh, Ligue 1 or Ligue 2 game that we've been to, and even below those, those divisions, we've not been able to buy an alcoholic drink watching the men play. Never. Now, is it, do, they, do they assume that there is a more sophisticated, benign audience for, the, for women's football? Yeah. Because you can buy beer here. Of course. It's, it's dangerous for laws. 
she can set herself and have a go here. No. Well, yes, she did, but Nice didn't get punished there. Sloppily gave the ball, ball away. Two centre-halves getting each other's away, but... Shot was wide. And, uh, yeah, so no, it's a, good, it's a good stadium to go to, isn't it? It is. And uh, Karen and a Nice theme. The men played last night, didn't they? They did, and they, uh, they got a... By all counts, a hard foot. Hard foot? Hard, hard foot. fours, even. Yeah. Uh, one nil win at home to Marseille. Uh, Marseille had a man sent off, but now Nice are top of the league. And uh, Marseille having a pretty shaky season so far, aren't they? Way down in seventh. Yeah. So yeah, Nice, Paris Saint-Germain, Monaco and Brest are the top of the league at the moment. Yeah. Oh, bit of a trip there. I'll have to be careful when I get my hair cut. My barber's a Marseille fan. Uh, I mean, he gives me a bit of grief, but I'm not cutting his hair, so, you know. I'll have a little bit of gentle banter. Otherwise, he'll leave a little, I don't know, my head or something. <laughs> that would be a bit harsh, Or, you know, leave a mark somewhere. Or <laughs> Don't pee off people who give you food. Don't pee off people who uh, cut your hair, you know. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing watching it is there is so much space on the pitch, um, which actually... I like, I mean, I think it's fair to say you'd expect a much more of a pressing game from either side if it was a man's game. Yeah. But the fact that there is a lot of space means the passing's are good, the technique's great, and there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Alex, I've been to Stade Louis-Dieu in Monaco and I've heard less noise than I'm hearing from the Nice fans here today. Yeah. Lovely series of uh, one-twos down the left wing for Nice here. Yeah, I've seen the number two on the left wing. She looks like a tidy player. Well, I'd say they all do. It's really nice football, mind you. That was a little bit slack. Commentator's curse. Yeah, yeah. commentator's curse there. <laughs> now, this reminds me of a game, um, one of the first ones that John and I did over in San Remo. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of October, and we just sat there in the sun. A bit like today. 21 degrees, that sort of temperature. Yeah. Thinking how lucky are we to be doing this. Exactly. So we I mean, Alex's still rocking the shorts, going still. Yeah, but. and um, actually, uh, is it cotton or linen that I'm sporting on my other Linen, yeah, linen shirt. Yeah, yeah. That's a tribute to John. <laughs> Very nice. That is a goal to launch the away side score. Typically swift counter-attack. We've seen them doing it all game so far, haven't we, young Trevor? It was, yeah. Lovely slick pass and then tidy finish into the far corner. Yeah, I think um, possibly the uh, centre-half for Nice should have done a bit better. Yeah, got touching the ball, but yeah, like I said, she could have done a lot better there, but if you're the striker, you take what you get. Exactly. Uh, so here we go. The away side take the lead, 1-0. Yeah. Bit of a water break going on here, Young Trafford. Yeah. Do you know much about the history of uh, women's football, generally? No, no, in the dark, mainly. Well, we'll come on to a couple of these, um, some facts when we do the, uh, the cherished three facts. Yeah. Possibly even the Alex Six Facts, the new initiative pioneered by John. Um, but we'll come on to this in more detail later, but women's football was actually banned by the FA. Oh, wow. Um, I, think, I think it was back in 1920. Back then, in the uh, post-First World War years, and I think before the war, women's football used to attract gates of 50,000, huge crowds. Uh, but the FA decided they didn't like it, so they banned it. Uh, the French FA did the same. Wow. Other countries around the world did the same. Yeah. Um, but it's 
very good to see it happening again and to see how it's come on with a huge attendances around the, around the globe now. What's the general thought pattern behind that? Any idea? Were they kind of thinking it was not right for the women to do or something? Or what's their thought process? It be something along those lines. And yeah. one of my questions later will tease this out. Okay. So you've got from now to research quickly why the FA in England banned women's football. Here come Lawrence again. That's 2-0. 2-0 to Lawrence and another defensive um, error there by Nice. It was, as ever, super quick on the counter-attack and quick to capitalise on some poor defending, to be fair. Clinical. Completely clinical. The only thing I can say there, Paul, is, um, oh dear. Yes. Uh, I was um, experiencing what John knows as the equipment failure at the time and looking at my phone, but I just saw the ball sort of roll over a... Uh, uh, static goalkeeper's head and into the net for Lawrence's third goal. It just kind of easily came in off the wing and over the keeper's head. It's looking a bit easy at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, very easy. And every one of their goals, I mean, the counter-attacking is fantastic, but every one of them has come has had a defensive error. I mean, it's could hard. you almost say women against girls? I think you probably could at the moment, yeah. yeah. Well, Young Trafford, we're in uh, the last minute of the first half. It's uh, Nice ladies nil, Lawrence ladies three. Fair reflection of the game? Yes, 100%. I mean, the Nice have really done much going forward, have they? And been worse going back. They've had one shot and it wasn't on goal. Yeah, P-roller, daisy cutter. Yeah, and who are we liking then? Uh, we like the Lawrence number nine, don't we? We do, Judy, I think her name is. Yeah, running off the ball's really good. As long as put the ball in the net again, but it's not going to count. Well, young Trevor, we're here at half time. Uh, the weather continues to be lovely. We're looking out over the uh, suburbs of Nice in the San Isidore area, I think. Yes. Mountains in the background. We know the Med is just down there, about a mile away. Yeah. Quite near Nice Airport here. Big complex OGC Nice have got in this part of it the is, yeah. city, haven't they? Eight, nine pitches? Yeah, uh, including the smallest pitch I've ever seen down there. Yeah, it's what, two metres by about six at night? Yeah, <laughs> and about, um, what a side is that? Something like five a side, uh, girls between about what, 10 and 12? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Makes our foot five pitch look like an absolute colossal stadia, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it depends but, um, who you're playing against. That pitch feels massive some weeks. True, true. There's a goal down there. We've just seen uh, one of the 11-year-olds score. Nice have scored. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the important purposes of today, though, um, yeah, half-time. Nice, um, Femina, not looking too good. No. 3-0 down. To work, work to do. But um, it's an opportune moment, then, to go for the, uh, the three facts, traditionally done at half-time. Uh, now, I'm going to read you a bit of info that I've discovered. I mentioned earlier that women's football has not had a good time of it over the years. Right. Could it be to do with misogyny and sexism? I wonder. Yes. Anyway, um, but I'll just quickly tell you, the Division One Feminin was created, first of all, in 1918 here in France. Oh, wow. Uh, under the aegis of the Fédération de Société Féminin Sportive de France. Well, I think you probably knew that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, anyway, this was uh, led by the pioneer Alice Milia. Um, and it went on for 14 years or so until 1932 when French women's football was banned. Oh dear. Now, uh, the most successful club during this period was Femina Sports Paris with uh, 12 uh, title wins. Mm -hmm. that. 
uh, the earliest known women's football match involving the French, um, the international match rather, was when a women's French team played the Dick Kerr's ladies side, a team from Preston, <laughs> at Goodison Park. Oh, wow. Uh, on Boxing Hell of a Day name. 1920. A game which attracted a crowd of 53,000 people. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, there's a little bit of info there about uh, for um, the, the backdrop to French football. Anyway, look, here's, um, here, as ever, are going to be some facts. Three facts, possibly six, yeah. in the new format of Alex Does the Facts, because John hasn't had time to do the work. But John isn't here. He can't answer that one. Is it fair to say John hasn't had time to do the work? Can't, won't. We'll leave that up for the yeah, listeners. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. OK, anyway, so look, here's the first question yielding a fact. When did the French women's team play its first international match? There might have been a clue that I've just given you. Oh, I forgot the year. 19. No, 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 actually, it's not, there's no clue. That's a red herring. Sorry, forget that. When did the French women's team play its first international match? The one you just said in... Uh, no, but that wasn't actually international. That was a women's team from France, ah. but it wasn't an international... You must we imagine, France. what, 1922? Not well, actually, started. The, uh, it's the 17th of April 1971. Oh, wow. the French team played the first women's international football match recognised by FIFA. Um, uh, match took place in uh, France and resulted in a 4-0 win against the Netherlands. Uh, now, can you tell me this, Paul? Second question. I'm ready. Who is the French women's team's most capped player? Sandrine Sobrand? Is that our class? Really? I'm amazing you that. How did you know that? It's just that uh, something came to me. Sandrine Sobrand. Sobrand? Yeah. Uh, and she, how many um, did she play then? 198 appearances. Oh my, how many? 198. But you didn't know that many, did you? No. But given that you actually even knew who she was, yeah. for a bonus question, can you tell me what position she played? Uh, playing that often, either goalkeeper or no, it must be midfield. She midfield? was a midfielder, yeah, 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 you're right, well done. Now then, what is the home of the French women's national team? What's her stadium? Oh, is that a little hint there with that little head nod there? <laughs> it's not the Alliance Riviera, is it? It's not, it's a trick question, Paul. Oh. It's at the front. They don't have one. They don't have one? No, Oh, they, they float freely they around, around, do they? They around, yeah, yeah. A la England when Wembley was being redone. Indeed. Yeah. Okay, three more facts. Um, now, we've, we've um, alluded to this earlier on. When a French team, not an international team, but a French side, played the Dick Kerr Ladies football team. Mm-hmm. An interesting name for a team, the Dick Kerr Ladies FC. Uh, so they were one of the earliest known women's association football teams in England. Uh, they stayed in existence for 48 years, from 1917 to 1965, mm-hmm. playing 833 games, winning 759, drawing 46, and losing only 28. Um, Impressive. So, uh, and this, you should know the answer to this question because uh, it, I might have mentioned it already, but where did they come from, the Dick Kerr ladies' team? Uh, is it Preston? Was well it? done, young traffic. There we Be go. paying attention. Good stuff. I've got short-term memory, just... <laughs> Okay, now we've, we've got it this earlier on. So, women's football has uh, had a tough time uh, for um, reasons we'll come on to explore in a minute. So, in England, the FA banned women's football in December uh, 1921. Mm-hmm. Why? Jealousy. Could be. A lot oh. of crowds are turning up to women's football back then. As we've I just think heard. I had a little. Uh a little uh, flicker through Googling it's along the lines of it was unsustainable. 
Unsustainable. Well, actually, what the FA said at the time is the game of football is quite unsuitable for females and ought not to be encouraged. <laughs> okay. I so, mean, do we dare explore this point any further? Well, I don't think we do. I think we'd probably better just say um, what a ridiculous statement, what a ridiculous decision. I mean, we both know female footballers. Hammer Donner yeah. of the podcast, uh, Fame. Uh, I know Hammer Donner used to play football, probably still does, for yeah. I know. Uh, you're I'm married to an ex-footballer. Jodie is, a, is an ex- ex-footballer. I mean, she could dust down the boots if she wanted to. Yeah, well, as I, I was wondering whether she should come and play for foot five. Well, when I can't, she can. So she can fulfil my role when I'm busy. Anyway, um, <clears throat> that's what the FA said back in uh, 1921 in banning uh, women's football. Possibly, you're quite right, they were jealous. Yeah. Because women's football was regularly getting absolutely massive gates, uh, as big, if not bigger, than men's football at yeah. the time. So what they did is they banned it from taking place in FA membership grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they weren't able to ban it completely, so it did continue, but not at any proper FA-registered club. Mm-hmm. Um, other countries were just as bad. The German Football Association banned women's football from 1955 until 1970. Wow, that late. Uh, France, we've just heard, banned it um, back in 1932 initially, and it was only um, uh, allowed again in 1970. Yeah. <clears throat> and in Brazil, the Vargas regime, uh, military dictatorship, um, banned women and girls from playing football from 1941 to 1979. Yeah. It's quite extraordinary, isn't it? it really yeah. is. It's a crying shame, but luckily yeah, they're making up for lost time there. It's back now, and um, back with a vengeance, because uh, I love watching the Women's World Cup games. I've enjoyed this afternoon so far. Yeah. Although I have to say, as we have commented and observed, there's an awful lot of space on that pitch. and. Uh, some defensive errors by the Nice team? Yeah, they've not helped themselves. Uh, Lons, to be fair to them, they've played very well. Yeah, They okay. know what they're doing and they're doing it well. And again, uh, indicative of the popularity of women's football, what is the biggest attendance for a women's football match? Ah, uh, I think this was recently, no? In, um, in Madrid, I think it was, wasn't it? Was it? 70 fouls? Oh, I could be wrong. There was one recently where it had a massive crowd. Well, I've got down uh, in 1971, the Women's World Cup final, yeah. just as the game was being re-allowed in various countries, uh, took place at the Azteca Stadium in Mexico, between yeah. Mexico and Denmark, and attracted a must-have-been capacity crowd of 110,000. Oh, wow. Uh, more recently, in 2022, Barcelona... In that's the game I'm thinking of. Yeah, there was one Barcelona, in Spain recently. Yeah, that's right. Barcelona... Uh, played Real Madrid, attracting to the now camp 91,553 people. Incredible. And uh, when they played Wolfsburg, again in the uh, UEFA Women's Champions League in the 2021-22 season, 91,648 came along. So that's good to see. Yeah. Uh, and today see also, as um, sometimes happens at Footy the Meg Crowns, uh, the attendance swelled. I'd say we've got a total of about 400 here now. A few of them are going off to get lunch now. But yeah, probably the, not the best time to look. Yeah, but I'd say so. There seems to be people yeah. piling in still. And there ends the three facts. We'll be back for the second half shortly. Second half is underway here at uh, the open air stadium of the VAR region of Nice. Correct. Which is not its correct title, is it? Uh, it's, like it. We'll go with that. As close as you get to a translation, that is. Yeah. Uh, Nisa made a couple of changes. I'll be hoping for a big change in the second half, won't I? And they're kind of, we're down near the Nice goal, um, where we hope to see 
home side. You know, are we supporting the Mediterranean team or are we yes. strictly uh, neutral? No, we are supporting the Med team. Uh, we are on the yeah. Med. So let's hope the uh, all in white, these ladies, can um, start pummeling that goal down there. Yeah, well, here they are coming forward on the right wing. Yeah, she's just come on this number 20, hasn't she? I saw her while we were down there. Fair bit of aggression she's got there as well. Yeah. Got there and smashing. Talking going out and smashing. Did you watch the rugby last night? I did, yeah. Played very well. I mean, obviously, didn't end how we wanted it to, but hold our heads high. Yeah. Bit of a choker, wasn't it? It was. And the trouble is, of course, you kind of knew that the moment De Klerk came on for South Africa. Yeah. With his uh, blend of exceptional talent, but unbelievable aggression, that yeah. we were going to be in trouble. Foot on the med. Um, you and John, of course, um, flew the flag for uh, rugby on the med. We did. We did. Last, the last outing. Forcing yourselves to go to an Irish pub. And we had, yeah, it's, you know, the sacrifices we make for this yeah. podcast. And, and climbing up that hill to the grave of William Wallace as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's worth it when you get there. The view's incredible. Yeah. And um, for our listeners, Paul, you know, I've been waylaid in England with a bit of work lately, but here I am again. Thank goodness, back on the med. But um, what's going on in Montana, our hometown at the moment? Yeah, it's ripping up the boardwalk down there. But yes. They're completely tearing up half the beach and renovating it. Long overdue. As oh, second shot of the game for Nice, eh? Just decent effort, the right. decent effort. More of that though from him. Yeah. Yeah, no, completely renovating the uh, the beachfront there, and yeah, there's a five-star hotel coming. So, what do we think of these changes? Do we approve of them, or do we think our town should stay its retro self? Ah, oh, no, I think you have to evolve, evolve or die. Oh, it's confident play by the Lawns player, then, and a really nice ball up the left wing. That's a free kick to Lawns, the number nine. Who we like, um, Jerdy, I think you said she's called. Yeah, but she's sort of. Didn't find the Amos uh, play with that ball. Oh, what's that? But look, she got back to defend them. Yeah. That's what we like about strikers, like, isn't it? Just like you, Alex. Young yeah. <laughs> Trafford, you just saw an example of something then, didn't we? I think we saw something a uh, certain John O'Hare could have done. Yeah. Can we describe what that was? Yeah, the ball bobbling over the top, loose ball and hopeful volley. Smashed out of the ground. Would have been, uh, yeah. Talking of John, um, our fearless uh, co-partner, yeah. he would have told us what the prevailing footwear colour is by now. I was thinking that earlier, yeah. Being a females, there's a bit more variation. It's obviously, see more pigs than normal, some oranges. I haven't actually ever seen a pair of yellow boots either. Look, there's some yellows there. There are, yeah. Please back on the score sheet. Well taken goal after a free kick. Yeah, by the sub, the number 20 who came on, who um, observed an error. She's got a bit of attitude. Of course, you know, she's got a beer. Got a bit of zest cream. about it. Yeah. And she's just smashed that one, up, one in off the woodwork. So, 3-1. Come back on. Yeah, well, mm, could be. So, Paul, have you got a, a bond motion today? Oh, you've sprung that on me. Well, come on, should be ready at the oh. mate. <laughs> Give me two minutes. I've actually got one. Oh, if you got one. It's a very simple one. Go on then. Uh, we've heard it in this game all the way through. Uh, very simple French phrase that both of us know. Can you think of what that phrase is? 
No, Alex, couldn't enlighten me. Uh, okay, well, we've heard Ale Ale a lot, haven't we? Ale Ale, yes. But we've also heard Vazi. Vazi, yeah. Yeah, we should tell our listeners what that means. Vazi's like, go on. Yeah. Go on. Go on, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So go today's Bob Watson? Vazi. Vazi. Vazi, Vazi. Nicely worked on that. First bit of really coherent attacking football they played. Nice, lots of nice short passes, cut in from the left, and then slotted in with power and precision. Couldn't ask for more, eh? Oh, now Lons, Lons are having a on-pitch meeting now. Don't throw this away, girls. Yeah, no, this 3-0 up to 3-2. Yeah. Let's get Meets 22. Captain as well. Yeah, remonstrating with the ref for allowing the Lulz players to have their conference before the game restarts. About oh, 15 minutes, apparently. 15 minutes. Coach is saying, yeah. It's just ever since the last World Cup. Every game now lasts 105 minutes instead of 90, doesn't it? Oh, that looked like a free kick to me, but the reference let it go. This referee. Contact has sport. A laissez-faire attitude to a lot of things. Yeah. Dee's looking very dangerous now. The wind is in their sails. Okay, Paul, can I put you on the spot here? Do you think they're going to get the goal back, draw this game, or even go on to win it? Got an outside shout for Nice now, you know. Wind in their sails. They're playing well. Their star striker, Lance's star striker's on the deck. So, yeah. What are we From going to say? Final score? 4-3. Four, 4-3. Three. Four, three. Yeah. Bold. I think it's going to be 3 all. Yeah. Paul, I've noticed in the crowd a couple of gents who look like they might be from the FA. Oh, yes. I wonder what they're doing here. But anyway, let's, um, let's try and speak to them in a minute. Well, I have to say, Paul, that I'm, I'm, I gather your name is Paul. I, I represent the FA in England. I'm over here watching this game and I'm sort of scouting this. Yes. And I, I don't like the way that these young ladies are sort of like, roughing around and, you know, there's a lot of aggression going on. It's not very becoming, I don't think. Not very ladylike. Yeah. There's no skirts around, all shorts. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. They call themselves niece ladies, but, well, I, I really do wonder what's happened to the world. I see these young fillies running around on this pitch like this today. I want to know who's looking after the children today. Well, exactly. And who's cooking the dinner? Yes. The man who's no doubt taking a well-earned rest in the public house on this Sunday afternoon as we look at this game. Which is his right, of course. It's all quite, um, quite disconcerting, if you ask me. So I feel like I don't nip this in the bud now. It's going to carry on and get out of hand. You think it might take off? Yes. <laughs> Well, I don't know at all. I mean, the crowd seems to be getting into a bit of a fever over there, to our, uh, to our left. There's lots of ladies over there too. What, where are their families? What, what are they doing? Well, they're at home. At least if these ones are going to be on the pitch, you think the others one can stay at home. And... Exactly. There's crowds of children everywhere, but no one look after them. It's terrible. Maybe we should come up with a plan to stop all this. I think we should lobby the French government to stop this pursuit immediately. Yes. It's um, an Atletico Medico moment. All these tricking lulls player. Yeah, second one of the game. Yeah, Casually wanders onto the pitch. Yeah. 
in um, a straight line, undeviating run. Yes, or a fishing run. Or, or lollop rather than a run. Yeah. Free kick to Nitz. So what can they do in the dying minutes of this game? Lawrence with their fast counter tracking game. That's a foul, that's a foul. Yeah. It's all getting a bit feisty now. They could seal this now. Oh, the post. Hit the post. Nice live for another um, another roll of the dice. I did say 4 3, but I didn't say which way. True. <laughs> Game is very stretched now, really is. The number nine, who um, we both like a lot for Lawrence, is now playing much, much more defensively. Yeah. Right back almost. Yeah, it's got number seven up front on her own. <laughs> there it is, final whistle, young Trafford. It ends. These ladies two, Wars three. It was indeed. Entertaining game. Very entertaining game. Uh, you feel like you have to say the best best team KL came out up in the end. Yeah, I think Lawrence did deserve that. Uh, yeah, very thoroughly exciting, um, especially the last 15 minutes. Just quite with the two old duffers from the FA said. I think it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. That. Don't know what the hell they're on about. Yeah. Great game. And, uh, fouls. Yeah. Our acronym, our famous acronym. Yes. Final score. We've done that. It's uh, Nice two, Lawrence three. Outstanding uh, player. Well, I think it has to be for me. It's got to be the number nine. Number Lawrence. nine, Judy. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I played really well. Pretty sure she grabbed a goal and, uh, yeah. Tireless work rate. Intelligent runs. A bit like she myself can... as a striker, running down the pitch everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Always contributing. Always came back, effort. yeah. yeah. Uh, she started up front, finished up at right back. She was everywhere. Yeah. And um, I did like the 20 for Nice, who came on as a sub. He scored their yes. first goal, actually. She was good. She a lot of, yeah. A lot of attitude and um, decent play. Work rate. Generally, all over. I mean, no bad footballs out there at all. No, none. Um, Although I do have to have a special mention for the number two for Nice, who started off amazingly well, loads of tricks, and then just fell to pieces. Yeah, she, played, she played okay afterwards, but... You had her down as a bit of a world-class player, didn't she? She looked pretty damn... She looked like a little well-beater for the first five, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, then we move on to the Ultras. We're still making a racket to our left. Yeah. Uh, nice Ultras. Second division ladies game, right up there, right, right up there. Contingent of, um, of male ultras and young sort of ten-year-old girl ultras. Yeah. What would we give them out of ten? Uh, give them ten. Ten out of ten at this yeah, level. I think you're right, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So this many people make an amateur racket. Yeah. Um, and after the ultras is the location. What are we reckon to the... Uh, the um, start of the open air of the VAR. It's been beautiful today. Lovely uh, autumnal sun. Yeah. Sun just gone in a bit now, but you know, we shouldn't uh, moan given that it's about 10 degrees warmer than in England. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, and finally, socials, which is your domain. Off you go, take it away. So we're Instagram, we're on Twitter, or X, whichever you like to prefer to use now. And uh, yeah, get us on footy on the med. Footy on the med. And also, you can get us on a website, footyonamed.com. And can they email us, Alex? Uh, they can, yes. Uh, footy, footy on the team, med, uh, team at Footy on the Med. Team at Footy I caught you off guard there. <laughs> team at footyonamed.com. Yeah, absolutely. So um, look out for us on socials and here, there, and everywhere. And uh, let's hope um, the entertainer is, is fit and well and that he's coming back soon. He, yes, he's been sorely missed. Okay, on that note, John, uh, we shall sign off. Our listeners, see you again soon. It's uh, Abhyanta from me, and it's...
And the ammo. Um, which one's John? I can never remember. Is he Andy Ammo? He's Andy Ammo. Andy Ammo, there we go. Andy Ammo from John. Andy, Andy Ammo. Andy. Ciao. Well, that wraps up another episode of Footy on the Med. Another great outing here on the Mediterranean. <laughs> we'll be back soon. Arrivederci. Adianto. Thank you.